Hey everyone, before I begin, I wanna talk to you about our sponsor, Herbal Face Food. I've been talking about Herbal Face Food because I see such amazing results with my sunspots, with my puffiness, because it reduces the inflammation, like my puffy eyes when I wake up in the morning, or even like my double chin. I always feel like, I wish I had a better jawline, and I feel like it's coming back, my sunspots, from laying out day after day after day as a child has caught up with me. I have sunspots galore, and Herbal Face Food has helped so much with reducing my wrinkles, Cutting down on my puffiness in my face, I can't really describe it other than just there's this, the puff is gone because it's not plant-based, it's made out of pure plants. And so it helps so much with fine lines, wrinkles, melasma. I have psoriasis, I have dermatitis, like my skin is a mess. I know it's from stress and it's such a relief to have something that doesn't show all the stress on my face. So go to the link in the email or go to herbalfacefood.com and make sure you use the coupon code HARMONY20 at checkout to support the show. Now on to the episode. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 220, Raising a Highly Sensitive Child. Welcome to the Harmony in the Home podcast. I'm your host, Kelly Hutchison. I'm a counselor, a life coach, and most importantly, an imperfect mom doing this work right along with you. And my goal on our podcast is to go from chaos to calm, feel less frazzled and have more fun within your four walls to have more harmony in your home. So this topic today, you are going to absolutely love because it'll help you see your child and maybe even yourself in a different light but I get very, very nervous. So here comes a disclaimer. I get very nervous about putting any type of labels on children because sometimes with labels, we think that's a label we're putting on a child and then we're gonna look for more evidence of it. And then the worst part is we're gonna think that something has gone wrong. Because people will always ask me, my child is doing X, is this normal? And what they're really saying is, am I messing up as a parent? And I can reassure you that you are not. And if your child is a highly sensitive child, it is a superpower. If your child has ADD, it's a superpower. If your child is hyperactive or bossy, it can be turned into a superpower. Any type of trait that a child has, has a part that is awesome and then a part that is flawed because as we talk about all the time, we are all flawed and we are all awesome. So it's channeling that and finding the good in it will help you kind of ease back a little that something's gone wrong. So highly sensitive person, I've been studying a lot about it because I've had students in my class, I've worked with clients, I have kids of my own, and I see a lot of traits, not only in kids that I work with, but also in myself. And this really helped me understand that children don't need to be happy all the time. And there's some kids who take a long time to warm up. You know how I always talk about when I was at Chuck E. Cheese, I just threw my kids into the dungeon. I'm like, go be fun, go have fun, go be happy. And if you're not happy, something's gone wrong. And let me talk to my friends. <laughs> That's pretty much what I did. Not really a great strategy to do with a highly sensitive child because they take longer to warm up. And so we think that's a bad thing, but think about what they're doing. They're using their critical thinking skills to say, is this safe? Do I feel worthy here? 
Do I feel safe here? Is this a good place for me or a bad place for me? Is this a good place where I'm going to make good choices or a place I'm going to make bad choices? And fast forward to when they are a teenager, that's exactly what you want. You don't want them just to jump into anything and not use any critical thinking skills and just say, woohoo, and not have any judgment or kind of checking out the place before they jump in. If they're at a party or they're at a friend's house or they're working with a coach, you want them to size them up to feel and listen in their inner inner gut to know that this place is safe and this is a good place for me to be. So when they're younger, we kind of chastise them for just like jump right in. But then when we're older, that's exactly what we want them to do. So remember, this is a superpower that they are highly observant. They're using critical thinking skills and they're kind of side-eyeing the group, side-eyeing the place, side-eyeing the the Chuck E. Cheese mouse going, are you a safe person for me? I don't know about you, mouse. So it comes a lot, a lot of what I'm talking about comes from the book called Highly Sensitive Person by Elaine Aaron. It's awesome. She's been studying this since 1991. She has tons of books out there. If you think you're a highly sensitive person, or if you think your child is, or someone that you, if you're a teacher, this is a really great way. If you're not a highly sensitive person where you're not, they call it HSP. If you're not a HSP, so to speak, then it's good to know and learn about HSP so you can relate and connect with another HSP or HSC, which is a highly sensitive child. Again, nothing is wrong with being highly sensitive, but sometimes highly sensitive children, if they're raised by parents who are not highly sensitive, they will say things like, you're being too sensitive, get over it, there's something wrong with you, why is everything such a big deal, why are you always crying? And so I want to normalize that for you as much as possible, and I want you to normalize it for your kids if you have a highly sensitive child. And if you are HSP, but your child is not, it might be a little harder because they might come across as being a little bit more obnoxious or rambunctious. It's kind of like the temperament that they're born with. And so why not channel that temperament versus always trying to change the temperament? So if you're a highly sensitive person, just know that this trait is completely normal. It's in 15 to 20% of the population. It's not a disorder, okay? It's innate. It's like your it's like your DNA. It's who you are at your core. You're probably more aware of subtleties than other people are. When you walk into a room, you're picking up on things that other people are not. When you're an HSP, sometimes you can get a little bit more overwhelmed by stimuli because you're noticing everything. You're going to be overstimulated because everything's coming at you so fast or the kids are too loud or there's too much mess or there's too much clutter. That can be incredibly overstimulating and incredibly stressful for an HSP, but not for someone who's not an HSP. So if you're married to someone who's not an HSP, and I just say HSP because it's so long to say the the long drawn out way. If you're married to someone who's not an HSP and you are, they might be triggered. They might not be triggered by clutter, but you might be or vice versa. A lot of times HSPs and HSCs, they get very misunderstood and mislabeled. Oh, you're feeling shy. Oh, you're so shy because they're, they kind of take a long time to warm up to a new location or a new place, especially with kids. Because the kids can't really hide it. They have their big eyes and they're kind of side-eyeing the place. They might be holding on to their mom's leg. I used to say that one of my kids would climb back in their, my uterus if they could. And I was just like, go in the fire, go in the fire. I was not super sensitive when I had HSCs. 
That is for sure. And if I could go back, I would. And that's one of the reasons why I do this podcast. I'm so passionate about paying this forward is because it's kind of my penance for all the guilt and shame that I have of what I did and didn't do and how many times I messed up and how I was not even a B minus mom. I was like D minus mom. I'm not laughing, but I'm laughing. I have to laugh about it now. They're teenagers. So I have to like forgive myself. Sometimes HSPs can be called like super introverted or they can be called shy or they can be called super fearful or neurotic because they don't want to warm up to the group. And they're told all day, every day, don't be shy, don't be sensitive, be outgoing, go make friends when they're just like, dude, I just want to check out this place. This mouse is kind of scaring me and you're just throwing me into the fire. So if you go to the website, hsperson.com, there's lots of quizzes on there to see if you're an HSP or if your child is. This is going to be huge for you because then you can see your child in a different light, not in a labeled light, but just in a different light and learn how to use strategies to help him or her. So some of the quizzes and some of the questions on the quiz are, are you easily overwhelmed by such things as bright lights, strong smells, coarse fabrics, or sirens nearby? Um, check, 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 check for all of those for me, except for the coarse fabrics, probably not. But oh my goodness, and noises too. My misophonia, if there's a jacket that has a zipper on it and it's in the dryer and it hits against the side of the dryer, that's all I hear. And I'm like making sure the laundry room's closed. And I'll I'll be like, David, I'm like, does that dryer not drive you insane right now? He's like, what are you talking about? I was like, you don't hear that zipper? I have to pull it out after like five minutes of being in there. He's like, I don't hear it at all. I'm like, what? Are you an alien? Like what is happening? Or like my sisters will leave me voicemails and their blinker will be on for 90% of the voicemail. I'm like, do you not hear your blinker on? Are you constantly in the turning lane? What is, how are you in the turning lane for five minutes? Or like I'll watch a video and someone's smoke detector, they need to change the batteries or as Lily called it when she was a little, the batter berries and they haven't changed the batter berries and you're beep, beep and nobody hears it. And I'll say something like, you might want to change your batteries. They're like, what are you even talking about? So I feel like I'm an alien sometimes. The next question is, do you get rattled when you have a lot to do in a short amount of time? Uh, Yeah. Do you make a point of avoiding violent movies and TV shows? Yes. I love true crime, but I always fast forward if they ever reenact the crime. David's like, what? how are we going to know what happened? I'm like, we'll figure it out. But we are not watching that right before we go to bed. That's insane. Do you need to withdraw during busy days into bed or a darkened room or some other place where you can have some privacy and relief from the situation? Uh, Yeah, I thought everybody did. And that's a time to decompress. And everybody needs that. And when you don't need that, sometimes we will overreact in such little situations because we're so overstimulated that it's like it's like the game of Jenga. It's like pull a piece, pull a piece, pull a piece. And then someone does something really little and the whole Jenga thing just falls apart and we lose our mind. And we don't know why we're losing our mind. Do you notice or enjoy delicate or fine sense, taste, sounds, or works of art? Mm, I'm not that fancy, so that's not me. But that might be you. Do you make it a high priority to arrange your life to avoid upsetting or overwhelming situations? Uh, Yeah, I literally turn on the dryer as I'm leaving the house so I don't have to hear any zippers in the dryer. Like, that's not normal. But guess what? It is normal. It's it's my normal. So I want to normalize this for you. But sometimes when I ask around in my family, they're like, "Mm, no, that's no big deal. I'm like, really? Oh, my goodness. Do you have a rich and complex inner life? I'm not really sure what that means, but I don't think I'm that I'm not that deep. When you were a child, did your parents or teachers see you as sensitive or shy? That's the crazy part is when I was younger, I was like the life of the party, extroverted, over, always over busy. And then I had kids 
and it's like flip-flopped. I feel like that movie Freaky Friday where they like switch personalities and they switch spots with their mom on that Friday. That's what it feels like. So that's for highly sensitive parents. Now we want to get to highly sensitive kids because sensitive, sensitive children absorb more information from their environment and have increased awareness of subtleties and tend to be more reactive to new stimuli. So new situations, i.e. Chuck E. Cheese, a.k.a. the mouse, is really hard for kids. There's ding, 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 ding. As you walk in, it's like a casino for kids when you think about it. And when you really think about it, we're like teaching the kids how to gamble. Like, oh, yeah, you didn't win the the 100 tokens. Play it again, play it again, play it again until you get that. And then it's ding, ding, whistle, whistle. Okay, you can go to hsperson.com for highlysensitiveperson.com. And there's so many quizzes, all the books, all the resources, what to do, strategies to use with your kids. And this was a quiz, is your child highly sensitive? So this is something you can answer for yourself and you can take the quiz and then check the box and then they'll give you like your little score and what it means. It says, if you answered true to 13 or more of the questions, your child is probably highly sensitive. But no psychological test is so accurate that you should base how you treat your child on it. Yes. If only one or two are true of your child, but they are extremely true, you might also be justified by calling your child highly sensitive. Again, we don't want to put labels on them from a place where we put them in a corner. We want to understand them from a deeper level so we can see them and not just push them into the... (laughs) Just push them into the mouse and have a little bit more empathy and compassion and sensitivity around the highly sensitive child. Um, I'm talking to you, Kelly, when your kids were little. I was such a jerk when I think about it. Oh, my goodness. Here I am talking about self-love and I'm calling myself a jerk on our podcast. So, okay, my child startles easily. Do they get like, oh, real easily? You could just take a mental note or you can um, email me and I'll send you the quiz. My child complains about scratchy clothing, seams and socks, or labels against his or her skin. Next one, does not usually enjoy big surprises, i.e. kids don't like having their birthday parties, or they don't want to be sung to on their birthdays. Not, Not a problem. Not a problem. Nothing's gone wrong. Next one, learns better from a gentle correction than strong punishment. Yes, Highly sensitive children, when they are yelled at, they crumble. They fall apart. It does not help. It actually adds flames to the fire. Seems to read my mind is the next one. Next one, uses big words for his or her age. Maybe maybe they've been called an old soul by you or someone that they hang out with. Notices the slightest unusual odor. What's that smell? What are you cooking? Ew. They might notice it when they go places or when they come home or if you light a candle. Has a clever sense of humor. Next one, doesn't do well with big changes. Next one, wants to change clothes if wet or sandy. Next one, asks a lot of questions. Next one, is a perfectionist. Why do I keep saying next one? I think you guys know. (laughs) I'm gone to the next one. I'm such a dork sometimes. Oh my goodness. Thank you for forgiving me and still tuning in. Notices the distress of others. If your child's very empathic to feelings of energy of other kids, other people, other strangers. Prefers quiet play. Asks deep thought-provoking questions. Is very sensitive to pain. Is bothered by noisy places. Guess what I'm going to bring up? Chuck E. Cheese. Oh my gosh. Oh, 
Oh, man. I need to go back. Notice subtleties. Like if something's been moved in the house or a change in person's appearance or they get a new necklace. Considers if it is safe before climbing high. That's what we talk about using critical thinking skills. Is this safe for me? That's something that we get on our kids when they're little. Just jump in. Just do it. Get over it. But then when we're teenagers, we want them to assess the situation. We want them to know that they should assess the situation before seeing, before jumping right in or jumping right off the high tower. Performs best when strangers aren't present and feels things deeply. So only you know your child or if you are a grandparent or an aunt or an uncle or a mom or a dad or a caregiver or a greedy, greedy grandpappy. Only you know your child and only you know yourself. And also, you might have a high HSP spouse. You might have an HSP puppy or a kitty or a friend. So this is just a way to get to know people on a deeper level. It's not a place to judge them or shame them or think that something's gone wrong. It's completely normal. But sometimes if people are different than us, it feels abnormal because we only have the glasses that we were given to see things through. So I guarantee I would bet a thousand dollars that your kids are different than you. And that is sometimes hard, but a hundred percent out of a hundred percent of the time, they are usually different than you or they're different than your spouse. And that is where the conflict comes, or that is where the worry comes from, or that's where the fear comes from. Cause we think different means something's gone wrong. And I want to normalize all of this for you for your kids and for yourself too, to give yourself a little bit of grace and understand yourself better. Because when you understand yourself better, then you can understand the people around you even deeper as well. And there's not so much judgment and fear and anxiety about something's gone wrong because you know that everything's gone right because God has made you exactly the way you're supposed to be and has matched you up with the child that you are with and God doesn't make mistakes. And when you know this, then you'll have a lot more harmony in your home. I love you guys and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Hey mamas, thanks for listening. If you had any ahas, clicks, or those lightning bolt moments while listening, you have to check out my free parenting bootcamp where we take all of this to the next level and we try to create even more awakenings for ourselves so that we can connect more with our kids and never yell at them again. You can sign up at www.coachingkelly.com. And if you really want to fill up my love cup, send me an email of what your aha was, what your click was, what was that lightning bolt moment while you were listening. I want nothing more in life than for you to have harmony in your home and to learn how to be an imperfect mom like me, which allows your kids to be imperfect too, each and every day. Thanks for listening.